It's good to be here. If you're going to be somewhere, you might as well be here. Oh, just just to start off, can you hear me now? Everybody hear me? In the back, can you hear me? No? Well, I didn't break it already, did I? I'm on green. How about this one? Something's got to work. Joe, you hear me? Clarence, you hear me? Just go this way if you do. I guess not. It was up there. What happened to it? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. How about that? That better? Okay. Thank you, Joe. One year ago, on the 7th of April, or 7th of February... I believe, no, it was the 8th, I was to speak here, but I got sidetracked somehow, and I never got the opportunity until now. I enjoy this, but I'm also sometimes fearful that I think it's best to say Lord, if you've ever been with me, be with me now. Let me do a good job. Now, young ladies in front here. Sophie, I want you and all your crew there to listen to this lesson today. Because I will guarantee you, you will learn a lesson from it. One that you should adopt as something you want to do. Okay? No cell phones. My lesson, I do believe, is one that is most interesting. I'm not too sure that too many people that at least I'm associated with have ever been in this situation where they could help somebody. My story is really a story. And yes, I was part of it. This story shows you what can be accomplished 
when a group of people desire to do good for someone less fortunate. This group of men who came from all walks of life, education levels, religion, and social levels. All of these men came from different locales across America, from cities, small towns, farms, and ranches. All of these men were simply known as GIs. You may hear GI used periodically throughout my lesson. Now, how many really know what GI means? Well, there are at least some people in the audience that can be thankful. Jennifer or Jennifer Salisbury. Sandy Dyke. Faye. Laura May and Tricia. can all be thankful for GI. It's a term that means government issue. And all of you ladies got a husband straight from government issue. So be grateful. GI can be applied to many things. When one saying won't work for a particular situation or thing, GI can be applied. Now, there's such a thing as, and anybody who's been in the Army knows this, GI brush. GI can. GI soap. GI boots. GI can opener, and even GI shower. It covered a lot of areas, really, and uh, it was good to have it. I joined the Army in 1954 in December. Took my basic at Fort Knox, Kentucky, Went to school then for five months at Fort Monmouth, New Jersey, and then to Fort Devens, Massachusetts for processing. There in processing, we did a multitude of things, generally menial tasks. And after doing this for about six weeks, a group of us became tired of it. We went to personnel and said, we want out of here. Personnel sergeant said, well, where do you want to go? 
We said, we don't care. We just went out of here. So he said, I have some assignments. He wrote them on individual pieces of paper, asked for one of our caps, dropped them in there and said, draw your assignment, which we did. I eventually wound up on Okinawa. Some of you, maybe many of you, may not be familiar with Okinawa. It was the last and probably biggest battle of World War II in the Pacific. I arrived there in December 1955, 10 years and about six months from the end of World War II. It was different, really different, but I liked it. Uh, one of the things about it was we didn't do the normal GI things of police call, picking up paper and trash, mowing the lawn or anything else like that. We just did our job in the operations building, which was a building with no windows, chain link fence, double chain link fence outside, and an armed guard on the gate. All of us that worked in the building had a top secret and crypto clearance. Another thing that occurred was we were into a certain time in the Army when most people uh, just wanted to get it in and then get out because you look at, we had the Second World War five years later in June of 1950, the Korean War started and then ended in July 1953. There was a lot of things that people couldn't afford or couldn't get. One of them was a job, maybe, especially young people out of school. So a lot of us enlisted to get our military commitment completed, come back home and hopefully get a $10,000 a year job, but that was really dreaming at that time. I tell you all this just to give you a little background on the early stages of my life. On Okinawa, as well as other military installations, somebody would usually start or continue with an orphanage. And each payday as we went through the line, 
we would put money into a GI number 10 can for this orphanage. This brings to mind why we had this one particular fund. There was a, at the end of World War II, there was this young Okinawan boy named Shincho Miyagi. His father was killed during the war. After the war had ended, he went in search of his mother. <coughs> he never found her, never saw her again. He was in living in a little town called Futima. Near there, or in that town, was an army base, army security agency, where I spent in the army security agency my 20-year career. Skosh was hunting for food, hunting for clothing. <coughs> it was suggested to him by an organization that was helping these people as a result of uh, the advents of war on the island. They suggested he go to this certain army unit, which he did. And they took notice to him being at the gate every day. Finally, Skosh, as he was called. Now, Skosh means a little bit, uh, some common Japanese word, Skosh, Skoshi. It probably could have been uh, better defined if they would have called him Mijikai, which is, really means short. And he was Mijikai, like me. Well, he lied his age, said he was 15, so he could get a job, and he quit going to school. They took him in. They literally adopted Skosh. He slept in the barracks. He ate meals with them. He stood formations. He was just one of the family. I guess you could say the ASA became his family. Well, that unit in 1945, no, 54, moved, relocated to another part of the island. Now, he still, he was forced 
sort of, to go back to school and get his education. He was in high school. So the GIs even rented a house for him so he could stay in Fatima and finish his high school. As soon as he was done in high school, he hot-footed it out to the new location where the ASA was located. And he got a job there. Somewhere about 1954, I do believe, they started a skosh for college fund. And as we went through the pay line each month, we'd put money into a number 10 can for scopes for college. There were a number of GIs, of course, on his post. And eventually, in about three, four, five years, there was enough money gathered up to send Skosh to the United States to college. A GI who had been on Okinawa in that first unit I mentioned, he had gone to Moravian College in Bethlehem. Pennsylvania. He worked with the college and got skosh admitted to that college. Now, when skosh came to the United States, he was amazed at the size of it. Okinawa was about 67 miles long. 13 miles wide at the widest part and about 3 miles at the most narrow part. So it would not take much to see all of Okinawa pretty much in a day or two. He also didn't understand just how big the United States was compared to his homeland. When he landed in New York... He took a taxi to Bethlehem, PA. It cost him 36 bucks to do that back in 1957. 50, 1957, I forgot to mention, is when Skosh left Okinawa in November to come to the States to go to college. Well, he got his degree. And he returned to Okinawa. 1962, he got married. Had four children. Three boys and a girl. His oldest son got his doctorate 
and was offered a position in Cleveland, Ohio, at a pretty good job. His other two sons also got a degree in Osaka, Japan. His daughter came to the United States and got her degree from Brown University in Rhode Island. Now girls, this is what I want you to listen to. Here you had an orphan, had no family. The GIs became his family, took care of him, got him to college. None of this would have happened if there wasn't the ASA on Okinawa and Scotch there. Everything just happened to click. But the main key was Scotia's determination to do the best he could do, take advantage of what was offered to him, and never give up. Don't do that. Don't give up. This is truly, I think, a story, a lesson of what the parable, the Good Samaritan, is all about. Somebody helping somebody in need. If you'll notice through the scriptures through the parables that Jesus taught. He never made them complicated. He spoke them in a way that the people listening to him could hear and understand who was the good neighbor, who was the good Samaritan. Samaritans, by the way, the Jews did not like. But hopefully we all can get along better and we can help somebody else. Scouse took advantage of what was offered to him. If you'll notice in the Good Samaritan, not only did the Samaritan clean the man up and bandage his wounds, he also took him to an inn and paid for his keep. And he wasn't done yet. The next day when he left on his journey, he told the innkeeper, 
take care of him, feed him. And when I come back this way, if I owe you more, I will pay. <laughs> Pretty good story. Some of you may ask, did I ever see Skos again? Well, despite having two more tours on Okinawa, I didn't see him there. I didn't know what he was doing. But yes, I did see him again. In 1999, the ASA Okinawa unit had a reunion in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And Skosh showed up. He was just a jolly person. Yeah, really, really, just such a nice person. And the one thing he couldn't seem to get enough of doing was thanking us. For all we did for him. Now that's just not like a two or three year period. But as the GIs came to Okinawa to this unit. Everybody that served from the time that the fund started until Scotch was in and through college. Took a part in it. So that's my lesson. I know it's not a bunch of scripture, but I wanted to let you know that even when you don't have a group of a single interest like we are, this church here, other people do do good also. And we, uh, when we were doing this, making these contributions to him, it was just seemed to be a natural thing to do. Everybody pretty much got together and put money into the number 10 camp. For today, you girls don't forget. You can do something good if you don't give up. Scotch didn't give up. Brother Skelly, thank you for leaving the songs. He has a voice for it. If there's someone here that feels they would like to come forward to maybe be baptized, maybe you have a problem or so that you would like to have prayers for, maybe you have a friend who has a problem 
and would also like our prayers. Whatever the case, would you please come forward as we stand and sing?